take these four steps so that you can stay positive. Hello, hello. I have missed you. It is Lara Pareka, and it is time for us to figure out what we can do, what specific steps we can do to stay positive. Let's face it, my friend, this is a negative world for the most part right now in particular. Lots of negative things going on. News. Oh, is there ever, ever any good news these days? Bad news. Hate. Hate crimes. Hidden motives. Well-meaning friends that gossip. Family drama. There's no end, right? But what can we do? Because we know that it's up to us. We cannot be victims. I am a victor, never a victim is something you can repeat to yourself to help you feel and get in that positive mindset and recognize that you do have options. I am a victor, never a victim. Now, we talked about the news and people's hidden motives, you know, when they tell you one thing, but really they have another motive for what they're doing. Um, We talked about gossip and drama and all these things that can just add to the negativity in general in your life. What does that cause? Or should I say, what does it cost you? Cost you illness. It costs people depression. It costs a lot. It costs loss of motivation. It costs some people poor self-care. Another fallout is lack of compassion. Some people start out, you know, I've taught children for many, many years. I had taught elementary school and children are very compassionate. What happens as people become adults? Many of them lose their compassion. They have a lack of compassion or the reverse over-concern. Some people are overly concerned about something to the point of it stressing them out and really causing them physical problems. My sister called me up one day. We were on the phone together and she was telling me of a situation that had been ongoing and she said, Laura, something you said to me really, really has been helping me through this challenge. You said, this too shall pass. And I repeat it over and over to myself, and thank you so much for that one little tip. Yes, this too shall pass. And when we recognize that, and when we're able to say, you know what, this is what's going on right now, but it's not forever. This too shall pass. There's something calming and soothing in that. I remember a gal that was helping me out with a spiritual journey I was on. And sometimes at the end of our conversations, she would say, everything is just as it should be. And the first time she said it, I remember thinking, wait a minute, no, 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 I've got these challenges I'm working on. But I came to realize that she was right. Everything is just as it should be. Have you come to a place in your life where you can embrace that yet? Everything is just as it should be right now. That takes such a load off and helps you so much with peace of mind because we are not in control of everything. I remember when I was deciding whether I should put up a big fight, uh, litigation with a very large corporation, and a dear friend of mine said, Laura, that is not your fight to fight. And I remember looking objectively at it and thinking, you know what, she's right. 
someone else can fight this fight. This is not my fight. What do all these things have in common? Letting go. The fact that we are not in charge of everything. You're not in charge of the world and neither am I, right? (laughs) Now you might be thinking, are you kidding, Laura? Staying positive in this negative world? You just told us all the bad things and all the things that can come of it, like depression and illness. And now you're telling us um, just accept things as they are. Are you kidding me? Is that the advice? Now stay with me here. Be open-minded and be willing to look at things from all angles. Because yes, I am in part saying to stay positive by recognizing that we have to let go of some things. But that's not it. It's it's more of a process. So let's go through this process because this process can really help you. And moreover, it can help you to help other people along the way. Because you are a role model. And you will come across people who need help sometimes. What if peace of mind was possible? What if you could have less stress if you followed these four steps that I'm about to tell you? Reminds me of a song. Uh Uh-oh, here she goes again. I hope you like, I think you like my singing. I, I never sing too much, just a little piece of a song to get you I don't know, in the mood to help you. I have this gift of being able to come up with a line from a song that fits practically any topic or any conversation. So here's the song I just thought of. Make me a channel of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me bring your love. Where there is injury, your pardon, Lord. And when there's not true faith in you. Oh, Master Grant, that I may never seek as much to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love with all my soul. So there's my little, little piece of a song for you. (laughs) So guess what your step one is? Step one is to step back. Go ahead and say it out loud with me. My audiences do sometimes. Step one is to step back. There's faith and there's power in faith. And you get to decide whether you want to channel that power. The first step is to step back and recognize that something greater than yourself is in charge. Are you keeping your heart beating? No. There is something greater than you that is keeping things going and that is in charge. So step one is to step back. Remember my sister, this too shall pass. Remember me working with my friend Bella. Everything is just as it should be in this moment. You know, with age comes wisdom and the older you get, the more these things will flow easily. These ideas will easily be readily be accepted by you. Sometimes it's not your fight to fight. Step two. Step two is to watch what you do. Here's the thing. We can control our thoughts, our words that we speak, our actions that we do. You are in charge of a lot of things. So if one of the things we need to do is recognize that we're not in charge of everything, another thing we can do is recognize there are some things we are in charge of and we need to watch what we do. So step two is watch what you do. 
Are you the kind of person that is quick to anger? Let's try to get a hold of, or at least become aware. You know, the first step to so many programs is awareness. Probably that's the first step to anything in particular, enlightenment. And we all want to be more evolved and more enlightened in this journey we call life. So step two is watch what you do. Become more aware. Become the observer of what's going on and and more specifically what you're doing. You can't change a behavior if you don't recognize you even have it. Right? Step three is control what you see. When you start to look for the good, look for the silver lining, you shift. It's a paradigm shift, really, to say to yourself, things are always working out for me, and to look for the good. When something bad happens, look for the good. When something neutral happens, look for the good. When something good happens, look for more good. This sets you up to be one of those positive, productive people that seems to always get their way, and things seem to always be working out for you. Why? Because what you focus on expands. What you look to, you create more of. So step two is watch what you do. And step three is control what you see. Look for the good. It might take some time, honestly, to, to really restructure the way you look at things. Most people around you will be looking for the bad. They actually look to find things to be offended by. They, they're looking for things to be able to say, look, that ticks me off. Don't let that be you. Be in control of what you see. If there's something you see that you don't like, you have the power to look away. Yes, you do. It is one of the most powerful things I've taught teachers to do in the classroom, and yet the easiest. And it is to sometimes ignore poor behavior. That's right. The brand new teacher would always want to catch every child doing everything wrong and make sure they were like micromanaging everything. And it was a simple shift that would really de-stress them and help the students to be more positive and to make the right choices more. And that was to overlook some small negative behaviors. How about you? Are you, be, are you able to control what you see? Can you look for the good? And can you intentionally look away when too much bad stuff is happening in the news, uh, in the gossip you hear from others? You can refuse to be a part of it, either with your silence or you can speak up and say, you know what, I disagree. I think so-and-so is a good person and maybe they were just having a bad day when they did this deed that you're talking about right now. Step four, close the door. (laughs) I tried to make these steps, you know, rhythmic or rhyming to make it easier for you to remember. So in in the event that you're jotting them down, let's review. Number one, step one is to step back. You're not in control of everything. A power greater than you is. Step two is to watch what you do. There are things you are in control of. And let's become aware and look and see what you see, not what someone tells you to see. Look and see, what am I doing? What is going on? Step three is to control what you see. And you might want to start looking for that silver lining, my friend, because you will find it. And when something is happening that really is not good, look away. Step four, close the door. You may want to close the door to negative people. 
negative places and negative things. When I was teaching elementary school, we would sing a little song about uh, parts of speech. And do you know what a noun is? A noun's a person, place, or thing. So let's uh, step four, close the door. Now, how do you close the door to negative people? Because there's a real challenge in staying positive. And one of the challenges is if you're around negative people, it's really hard to stay positive because, oh my gosh, they're, they're just everywhere and they're being negative and they want to suck you into it. So close the door on negative people. This might mean hanging out with different people at lunchtime. This might mean spending time on the phone with different friends. This might mean spending less time on the phone with your mother. That's right, I said it. Sometimes family is in a funk and needs you to look the other way. You know, sometimes uh, I've been accused of having friends who say, you know what, when I'm, uh, let's give you an example. One time I called up a friend and he was in the most negative horrible, horrific mood, complaining about everything and just, oh, he was on a rant. And he said, why don't you come over? Now, what do you think my response was? (laughs) Of course not. You see, I'm the type of person that will bring you up. And I'm not saying I'm not sympathetic to my friends. Yes, when a dear friend needs me, I will be there for them. But this particular friend didn't need me. They just needed someone to join that pity party and allow for a massive amount of venting that was not productive for him or for myself. And we have to be in control of ourselves. And when something doesn't work for you, you need to be bold and say, that doesn't work for me. And I was able to say, no, I am not coming over right now. I can lift you up, but if you want to drag me down, I will not allow you to. I won't. And he pressed the issue. Why not? Why not? And I finally blurted out. Now, bear in mind, this was about 20 some years ago. So I was a little less evolved than I am right now. And I said, because you'll suck the life out of me. He remembered it uh, later and of course, threw it in my face. But you know what? We are in charge of who we hang out with. Close the door. Step four, close the door to negative people. Close the door to negative places. Is there somewhere you have gone that basically every time you go there, it makes you feel bad? It is just either negative memories. um, Maybe it's just a place where sometimes a place can really pick up the vibe of the people that frequent that location. For example, At one point in my life, I worked in a very, very bad neighborhood in North Las Vegas. And when I would get off the freeway and turn right at the 7-Eleven, a feeling of just a negative feeling. I don't even know what words to use to describe it. Um, Not so much sadness as just hostility and anger and pent-up frustration and negativity was felt every time I turned around past that corner. Stay away from negative places. And then I told you a noun is a a person, place, or thing. Stay away from negative things. Take some time to go through your house and pick up objects, let's say decorations you have, and say to yourself, how does it feel? How does this thing feel in my hands? Does it spark joy? If not, if it only has negative connotation, bring you negative feelings or 
remind you of negative things, why would you keep it? Throw it away, give it away, burn it. I don't care. But do not continue to have things in your surrounding that are negative and that bring about negative feelings. Why do you think people move sometimes? They move because of the fight or flight principle. They're just tired of fighting and they decide flight is better. And sometimes it is a viable solution. Move to a new town and get a fresh start. Move to a new apartment that doesn't remind you of somebody. All right. Step four, close the door to negative people, places, and things. I'm going to help you, but you have to be open to change. So let me give you a little bonus, a little piece of advice that we will use. I'll talk about this in more episodes to go in more depth, to help you more. And that way you can help other people even more. And it is in looking at how we can be in charge of our lives and control things more so that we can have the outcomes that we want more, more readily, we need to pay attention to four things. Matter. Now, matter is, you know, people, places, things, you know, objects. Um, Matter is anything practically that you can see, okay? Energy. Energy is what you exude, what others exude, what you feel when you suddenly get an inspiration to look to the left and you see someone staring at you. Yes, that is an energy. You have felt it. Okay, matter, energy, space. We need to be able to recognize different spaces that we are in. I will have so much fun sharing that episode with you. And fourth, time. I have heard many a productivity specialist talk about how to control your time and how we all have the same 24 hours a day. But did you know you can slow time? Did you know that you can speed up time? Have you ever been doing something you were so excited about and involved in that you looked up and you said, time flies? Then you know what I mean. Yes, there is an element to time that we can work with, and why not? Matter, energy, space, and time, but you have to be open to change. They say, when the student is ready, the teacher appears, and I hope that's true because I hope that I can help you by sharing some of these ideas, and then you can implement them. Remember, I'm always telling you, look, see what you see, not what someone tells you to see. So I always invite you to try out these things I'm sharing with you. And use them in your life. The things that don't work, toss them out the window. The things that do work, hang on to them. And then you can live your best life now. You know, there's been a big change in me since I've employed all of these things that I share with you. I got my joy back. Was it worth the struggle? Yes. I sing more. I smile more. I love life. If you want to be as happy as you were when you were a child... You can. You can handle negative people. You can handle negative events, negative times. How does the guy who has the dirty job of cleaning up roadkill off of the side of the road, how does he whistle while he works? We're always taught in our society, oh, you know, we don't want to do hard jobs. We want, to, we want to try to find the easiest jobs. But yet some people, like that guy who's cleaning roadkill off the road, can whistle while he works, can be happy and have a general good outlook on life and enjoy waking up every morning. 
How is that? What does he know? You want to take control of matter, energy, space, and time. If I can do it, you can too. (laughs) Today we're going to handle the negative people so that you can stay positive. And if you have any questions for me or topics of interest you want to hear about, I would invite you to email me at laura at sevendailyhabits.com. That is the number seven, not the word. laura at sevendailyhabits.com. L-A-U-R-A. Or you can always leave a voice message here on Anchor on this podcast and let me know what your questions are, what topics you're interested in. Do you remember the four steps? Step one is to step back. Step two is to watch what you do. Step three is control what you see. And step four, close the door. You can and you will live your best life now.